Our Lord Yahushua Hamashiach, Jesus Christ. Welcome to GICTC, home of the Warriors. I am your host, Minister and Prophetess Jacqueline Gordon, here to bring you the Word 
of Yahuwah. Um, this is a new series that we are starting, and it's, the title of it is called New Birth is by Spirit. This is an eight-part lesson, uh, and we're going to do one at a time. Um, uh, get your hearts prepared, get your swords in your hands, and uh, let us begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I dedicate myself to you this day in spirit, soul, and body. Convict me of any thought, word, or deed that has been displeasing to you. I ask for cleansing from all sin according to the promise in your word, that if I confess my sin, then you will be faithful to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. As I confess and decree your word, May your Holy Spirit help me to be a passionate worshiper, a lover of truth, and a faithful child who brings pleasure to your righteous heart. May I experience spiritual strength through the power of your word, for your word does not return void, but accomplishes everything it is sent to do. Grant unto me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ for the glory of your name and kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, praise God as we start this new series. Our first lesson will be called Listen to Your Savior. Glory to God. Listen to Your Savior. We were studying about Nicodemus, uh, about the new birth. Uh, that you must be born again of spirit and of water. And uh, um, Nicodemus came to uh, Yahshua by night in secret to discuss spiritual truths with him. Now Nicodemus is born of the flesh like us. Therefore we tend to think in fleshly ways. Even when trying to understand the spiritual world, we still think in fleshly ways. Now, when Jesus requires a new birth, Nicodemus thinks of a second physical birth. So, Jesus repeats his requirement in a way Nicodemus might recognize. In John chapter 3, verse 5, it reads, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the Spirit. Now, truly, truly is in the New Testament. Uh, version of the Bible, born of water and spirit. Now, Jesus elaborates on the meaning of being born from above in verse 3. Now, emphasizing the need for spiritual rebirth, that we must be born again. Now, the phrase born of water and spirit are meant to make Nicodemus realize that Jesus is inquiring uh, integrating the age of renewal. The Old Testament prophets had anticipated this age. Glory to God. We're going to read those scriptures um, in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, which reads I'm reading out the Amplified Bible. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. In Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15, I'm reading out the Amplified Bible. 
until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. And the fruitful field is valued as a forest. Also in Isaiah chapter 44 verse 3. Reading out the Amplified. For I will pour water upon him who is thirsty. And floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon your offspring. And my blessing upon your descendants. Also in Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 19 through 20. And I will give them one heart. A new heart. And I will put a new spirit within them. And I will take the stony unnaturally hardened heart out of their flesh. And will give them a heart of flesh. Sensitive and responsive to the touch of their God. That they may walk in my statues and keep my ordinance and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. In Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 25 through 27 it speaks of the spirit as well. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statues. And you shall heed my ordinance, and do them. Glory to God. Now in this uh, regard, Ezekiel... 36, 25 through 27 clearly combines the imagery of cleansing by water with inter renewal by the Spirit from God. Mark chapter 16, verse 16 reads out the Amplified He who believes, who adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel, and him whom it sets forth and is baptized will be saved. From the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe. Who does not hear to. And trust in and rely on the gospel. And him whom it sets forth. Will be condemned. Also in Acts chapter 2. Verse 38. Out of the Amplified it reads. And Peter answered them. Repent. Change your views and purpose to accept the will of God in your inner selves instead of rejecting it and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of and release of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So here in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 clearly states that we must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. And then we will will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 it says, So that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. Here it also says that we are washed by the word of God. When we uh, meditate upon it, read it, and live it, 
we are being washed on a daily basis with the word of God. In Titus chapter 3 verse 5 out of the Amplified it reads, He saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but because of his own pity and mercy by the cleansing bath of the new birth, regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. When we receive Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, here in Titus chapter 3 verse 5, it says that by the cleansing bath of the new birth, regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit is by the Holy Spirit that we are being renewed. Glory to God. In Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 out of the Amplified, it reads, Let us all come forward and draw near with true, honest, and sincere hearts and unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engineered by faith by that leaning of the entire human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with pure water. Also in John chapter 13 verse 8 it reads, Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me in me. You have no share in companionship with me. So as initial that we must be born again of water and the spirit. Now John the baptizer uses water while promising the kingdom of God. Jesus also requires water. But what about spirit? Is this a second event? As if one must be born of water and at another time of spirit? In any case, we have no power over the spirit. We could not even do the smaller thing of choosing our first birth in our fleshly parents. How can Jesus make birth a command for us and hold us responsible? Listen to your Savior. Dear Beloved, Jesus does not make his will too difficult for you to understand and fulfill. He gave his own life for saving you. He loves you so deeply, surely then he has also makes clear how you enter his new life. So turn away from the confusing opinions of men. Listen to the one and only teacher. In Matthews chapter 17 verse 5 it reads out the Amplified. While he was still speaking, behold, a shining cloud composed of light overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said this is my son my beloved with whom I am and have always been delighted listen to him Yahweh confessed that Jesus was his son before the crowd after his baptism hallelujah God himself was a witness that we should listen 
to the Savior. In Matthew chapter 23 verse 10 it reads at the Amplified and you must not be called masters, leaders, but you have one master, leader, the Christ. We are to listen to the Christ, the anointed one, our Savior, and not listen to men. Now, he chooses his words with care. The wording is not born of water and born of spirit, nor is it even born of water and of spirit. Yahshua, Jesus, literally says, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. The one word of goes with both water and spirit. The original wording ties both together, showing clearly that this is a single birth, which Jesus also calls born of the spirit in verse in chapter 3 verse 8 the spirit of course is God he often speaks of himself in this way when he reaches into the world with special power therefore the writer John also uses the term born of God in John chapter 1 verse 13 reading out the amplified it reads who owe their birth neither to blood nor to the will of the flesh that of physical impulse nor to the will of man that of a natural father but to God they are born of God glory to God in 1 John chapter 2 verse 29 it reads if you know perceive and are sure that he Christ is absolutely righteous conforming to the father's will in purpose thought and action you may also know be sure that everyone who does righteously and is therefore in like manner conformed to the divine will is born begotten of God first John 3 verse 9 reads no one born begotten of God deliberately knowingly and habitually practices sin for God's nature abides in him his principle of life the divine sperm remains permanently within him and he cannot practice sinning because he is born begotten of God now here it says that a true born again believer born of God cannot deliberately knowingly and habitually practice sin because the principle of God's life dwells within him and they, they, they cannot practice sin now a born again believer may fall occasionally but they do not habitually and knowingly and deliberately practice sinning 1 John 4 7 reads Beloved, let us love one another, for love springs from God, and he who loves his fellow men is begotten, born of God, and is coming progressively to know and understand God, to perceive and recognize and get a better and clear knowledge of God. Here in 1 John chapter 4 verse 7, let's look at the word 
love. I have found that there are two types of love mentioned here in this verse. One, Strong's Greek, 25, agapo, to love in a social or moral sense. The Thayer's definition is one of persons to welcome, to entertain, to be fond of, to love dearly. Two, of things to be well pleased, to be contented at or with a thing. The part of speech is a verb which states that it is an action. It is demonstrated. Two, Strong's Greek 26, agape. From Greek 25, love that is affection or beluvience, specifically plural, a love feast, agapo. Fire's definition of persons, to welcome, to entertain, to be fond, or to love dearly, has the same meaning as Greek. In the Greek meaning, Hallelujah. Uh, 26. 25 and 26 are the same definitions in the verb. Now from um, the Greek 5384 to be a friend to, fond of an individual or an object. That is, have affection for denoting personal attachment as a matter of sentiment or feeling. And uh, 25 is wider, embracing especially the judgment and the deliberate assent of the will as a matter of principle, duty, and a priority. Philos, in the Thayer definition, means friend, to be friendly to one, wish him well, a friend, an associate. He who associates familiarity with one, a companion, one of the bridegroom's friends who has, who, who on his behalf asked the hand of the bride and rendered him various services in cl- closing the marriage and celebrating the nuptials. That is the adjective. In 1 John chapter 5 verse 1 it says everyone who believes adhere to trust and relies on the fact that Jesus is the Christ the Messiah is born again child of God and everyone who loves the father also loves the one born of him his offspring. In that same chapter at verse 4 for what's whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. In 1 John 5.18 reads, We know absolutely that everyone born of God does not deliberately and knowingly practice committing sin. But the one who was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him, Christ's divine presence within him preserves him against the evil and the wicked one does not lay hold get a grip on him or touch him we must be born of water and the spirit it is by the holy spirit that enables born again believers to live a life for christ and we're going to learn more about being 
the new birth is by spirit. In our next lesson, our ne- next lex- lesson on uh, the title, Good News of the Spirit. Well, praise the Lord. And I thank you once again for joining me here at GICTC, home of the warriors and the word of God. And may God bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face and sit at his feet. God bless you. Shalom. Love is so deep